Thanks for listening to the Issue Podcast. Be sure to follow our Instagram at the underscore Issue Podcast or Twitter at just the Issue Podcast. Catch us Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, we are back. It is Friday, July 17th, and it's going to be a good wrap-up for the week here and getting this last episode done for this week. Sorry it is a little later today, but I am by myself again in the studio. Tim is still in Florida, still in clear water, and he is he will be back in studio on Monday. And that's when we are going to get you the divisional predictions. And that will be starting again on Monday. So you're not going to want to miss that segment. But there are a couple things that I want to talk about. Um, one of them being, you know, both of us, me and Tim, are not the happiest with the Madden ratings uh, for, you know, the, this year's Madden ratings so far as they've come out without any adjustments. He's going to have a big story on that later. Um, you'll, you'll get his take. Uh, one thing I want to go over are the corners. Um, there's no Marshawn Lattimore. There's no Joe Hayden in the top ten. Both of those two, not in the top ten. Stephon Gilmore is a 99 overall. I, I don't see it. And then I don't see how the second best would be Jalen Ramsey at a 94 overall. Makes no sense to me. You're going to get a lot of that later with Tim, and he will be covering a lot of the his big issue here is with the safeties and the pass rushers. One thing I do want to get into about the NFL is they shared their COVID test results. There are 72 positive cases among NFL players. Figure represents that 2.5% of the player pool tested positive for coronavirus, and it's unclear how many players were tested. Look, this could delay things a lot. COVID-19 and the NFL, it's already been questionable for this season, and these tests that are coming out are not helping. Um, I think that there's a lot of work that the NFL needs to do. I don't understand how they don't have a better plan in place by now, They were the league that should have been least affected by it. They had the most amount of time to plan for it. They did a poor job. In in my opinion, they did a poor job. They had so much time. Time was on their side. Unlike you see hockey coming back here soon. Baseball back in, what is it now, six days? Six days we'll have baseball back. And all these sports were directly affected by it. It was right at the beginning of the baseball season when this thing came out when we went into full lockdown, it was, you know, right towards, we were just getting towards the playoffs in hockey and that's already going to be back. Those leagues figured it out. The NFL needs to figure it out. I can't believe they haven't already. Anyway, NCAA football. I don't know what that's going to look like, what the college atmosphere is going to look like this year. Anyway, I mean, we could see it very well going back to school here for a couple weeks and then seeing a big spike on campuses, which probably will happen, and we'll all end up back at home. That's just what's, that's 
what's going to happen until we get a vaccine. Do I see college football happening? I don't. It might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't see college football happening this year. I don't see colleges being the same at all this year. And those kids are student athletes first. If they can't fulfill the student part, they're not going to get to do the athlete part. But with the NFL, it is a billion-dollar business that has billions of dollars of sponsors riding on it every year, that has millions, in, in, if not billions, in sports betting and ownerships. And the NFL needs to figure it out. They should have had it figured out. They should have had the details hammered away by now, but they don't, and that's on Goodell. Not just Goodell, but the whole entire NFLPA. They weren't able to make the right decisions at the right times. Second thing I want to get into here is we're going to shift gears from the NFL, and we're going to talk about the MLB a little bit. Like I said, baseball will be back in six days. I'm excited for it. I know it'll be nice to have some scores to go over for you guys, some inside uh, analysis of the games that uh, me and Tim are picking up on. It'll be nice. And I am excited to see what happens. Um, You know, we've covered a lot of stuff over the past, um, what is it now, two weeks of, of the podcast. I'm excited to see how these bullpens shake out. I'm excited to see, you know, what teams are going to do with their starting pitchers. Um, you know, what kind of rotation are they going to have with the shortened season? Um, how guys are going to handle being ready for the season on such a short notice? I mean, they have a shortened, abbreviated spring training this year. I am excited to see what's going to happen with that and how that's going to affect things. I'm also looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with this new extra innings rule. The Texas shootout, as you know, we used to play with it as in in Little League Baseball and, and just travel ball growing up in general. You start a runner on second base, try to score them in extras. If you guys didn't know, we do that a lot when you're trying to get the game done before the time limit. It's to help speed up the games. I'm glad they're not going to use it in the postseason, but we are going to see this rule change now with the universal DH and how that's going to play out in the NL will be, uh, you know, exciting to watch. I'm interested to see how it's going to work. Now, if you've been listening to the show, you know that I'm not a fan of the DH. I like to see the pitchers hit. I think if you are on an MLB team and you were drafted to the league, you shouldn't just be able to pitch. You should be able to hit, too. Even if you can't do it very well, you should be able to hit. Okay, Is there something exciting about you know a pitcher, especially a good hitting pitcher, Examples for you, Madison Bumgarner, you know, Garrett Cole, when he was with the Pirates, hit pretty well. You have these pitchers, and honestly, that's a pretty exciting part of the game. When you get that nine hitter up, pitcher usually, if it's not a pinch hitter, it's going to be a pitcher. And can he slap one into, you know, right center field? Can he push one the other way? Can he get one past the past the infield, past the middle infield? It's an exciting part of the game, and I'm upset that it's not going to be there this year, but I am excited to see um, you know, some of the things that the league is going to do um, and how the rules are going to change a little bit and what's going to come out of that. Um, that is about it for this segment. Those are the main things I wanted to get to. Tim will be calling in. Um, we will have him on the phone here in the second half of the episode. 
he will be bringing you his take on the Madden ratings. As I said before, it will be a good one. You're not going to want to go anywhere. Don't miss it. This is the first part of the issue today, and don't go anywhere for the second part. We are back for the second segment of today's episode. I got Tim on the phone. He was able to call in for this. As I said earlier, he's got some Madden rating issues to go over with you guys, and it should be a good one. So, Tim, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, sorry, sorry, I missed the first segment. Uh, I was on a boat with the family today. It was a good time. Had another good day down in Florida. Um, excited. We're uh, get, getting on the plane tomorrow around 6 to head on back. Hopefully we can be in studio again. Uh, I'm excited. I'm um, obviously, you know, social distancing down here as Florida is a hotspot. But we're, uh, we're getting through. I'm excited to uh, talk to you guys a little bit today. Um, so I'm just going to jump right in here. Madden? Losing a ton of fans right now. I, I, I can't believe some of the ratings. I just, it, it baffles me every year. But but just the fact that, the fact that T.J. Watt, who with 18 sacks, third in the NFL, third in the NFL, 18 sacks, could not crack the top 10 pass rushers. Hey, don't, forget, overall. don't forget to leave out those nine force fumbles too, bro. Oh, it's insane. He he was an absolute terror. He was easily the Steelers' best player. Um, I, I would say him and Minka Fitzpatrick, but we'll, we'll get to that after after TJ Watt. I just, I can't believe who reached so much havoc, who got a defensive player of the year votes. Yep. Couldn't crack the top 10. Couldn't crack the top 10. I don't know the exact stats. I don't have them in front of me, but Fletcher Cox was in the top 10. I agree that as a career, Fletcher Cox has a, has a better career. But Madden ratings aren't based on your career, are they? No, no, no. They're based on this past season and how they think you stack up against your peers based on the recent production that you've graded. Yeah. And the fact that T.J. Watt, 18 sacks, I think you said it, you said it, nine forced fumbles. Yeah. He actually had a, uh, he might have had an interception he uh, as well. He Just did. was all over the field. Tackle machine. Other than Devin Bush, I think he might have been first on team tackles. I mean, he was up there. He was in the top five, I believe, maybe, on team tackles, at least for the Steelers, I mean. And he was just a force to be reckoned with. And the fact that he couldn't even crack the top ten? I don't think Fletcher Cross recorded a sack until like six or seven games into the season. He had an abysmal year. Well, hey, the other, abysmal year. The, another thing that about that pass rushing that – uh, those ratings that kind of get to me a little bit is they have J.J. Watt at a 98 overall. Excuse me, but he missed uh, like a huge chunk of the season in 2019. And are you are you serious? Are you seriously telling me that J.J. Watt, as old as he's getting, I don't take he had a great career. He's had a great career, and hopefully has oh, some good absolutely. years. Absolutely, he's a future Hall of Famer. Hopefully, he has some good years coming up still. But is a 98 overall in 2020 really what we're going to go with for J.J. Watt? I just can't no, see that. No, 90. What? He's a 98. Yeah, he's 98. I, I can't. I can't see. Or he's somewhere. He's somewhere up in nineties. Yeah, he's a ninety-eight overall. I have that right here. And there's no Bosa. I, there's no Bosa I, brothers in the top ten. Yeah, how does that make sense? How can you tell me that Nick Bosa 
Did anyone watch the Super Bowl? Did anyone, any of our listeners, answer to yourself right now? Are you kidding me? Did you watch the Super Bowl? And you're telling me you don't agree that he's a top 10 pass rusher? I know it's just, just mad. And, you know, it's not that big a deal. But the fact that it actually is, because for about, mm, I don't know, I would say over 50% of people that own a PlayStation that even remotely watch football play Madden football. Mm-hmm. And the same amount of people play Madden football. I, I myself play Madden on PlayStation. I play PlayStation. I play it all the time. But if you think that I'm going to buy Madden, what, 21 now? If you think I'm buying it before they fix this, you're, you're, you're simply incorrect. There is just no way that you can tell me that T.J. Watt or even, like you said, the Bosa brothers, the fact that they're not even a top 10 pass rusher over, like, rating-wise, I mean, you've got to be absolutely out of your mind. Yeah. I mean, they have to, they have to be out of their mind. I mean, I, I would... I just, I, I can't believe it. I actually cannot believe it. There's just... I, I, mm, I, got I don't it. even know what to say right now. I'm so enraged at it. I, I'm not going to buy the game until they fix it, because the game's just not going to be realistic. Right. Are you kidding me? It's not realistic. Even Kyler Murray had a what, like 77? Yeah, yeah, that was ridiculous. He had a great season, yeah. too. Yeah, you're gore? There's just no way. <laughs> There's no way that you could simply say that Kyler Murray, who, he will mark my words, mark my words, I might end up getting, I might be my own cold take. <laughs> Kyler Murray will get at least one MVP vote this year, and he will throw for over 4,000 yards and over 25 touchdowns and run for another 10. Kyler Murray will account for 35 touchdowns, account for almost, if not over, 5,000 yards, and be a top 10 passing quarterback and a top 10 rushing quarterback, which is very rare. The only two people that I think are realistically going to do that is Lamar Jackson. And the fact that he isn't at least an 80, Joe Burrow's a 76. You're telling me he's only one pick better than Joe Burrow? Yeah, I mean, it's... The, the Madden ratings this year. I'm going to go out and I'm going to make a prediction here. I'm going to say that uh, EA Sports and uh, the Madden, you know, brand in general will be hiring a lot more uh, Madden. What are they called? Adjusters or something? You always see in the game. I bet oh, that they is. Have been getting, yeah, they're going to. They've been getting more blowback this year than they have in in the last at least five years. I can I could probably say. Oh, they're gonna need they're gonna need this fixed, man. They're gonna need it fixed really bad. I can't wait to see the players' reactions. They haven't posted those yet, but I'm gonna be interested I, to see. I that. agree. And the fact that you're gonna have Minka Fitzpatrick at an 87. Oh, did yeah. anyone see what he did to that Steelers defense? He, oh my God, he took him from about the fourth or fifth best defense to easily a top three, maybe even one or two. As I've never seen a single five interceptions, a touchdown, a, a couple fumble recoveries. He was absolutely lightning in a bottle, locked down. I mean, he was the person. I, I forget who it was. It was, it was a quarterback at some point in the year, but they said, I think it might have been actually been it might have been Kyler Murray. I, I, don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 sure, but they actually said the only thing I'm looking for pre snap is where Minka Fitzpatrick is at. I mean, he had four he had four picks in four straight games. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen a single player come onto a de- like come into a team and totally flip a defense like that. I mean, not only just what he did with the interceptions and everything, that's all crazy still, but just the way he took that team and he's a, now a leader on that defense for being there for even less than a season. It's crazy to me. Well, actually, people I, I know a lot of the players respect him, which rightfully so. The, the, the guy can back it up. 
he deserves all the respect in the world. And, and the fact that he's not a, a top 10 safety, Micah Hyde? Has anyone talked about Micah Hyde other than his return skills? Anyone? 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 No? Okay, yeah, sweet. So, Micah Patrick Hyde, who I think was... You're going to have Kevin Byard in the top five? At a 91 overall? What? Yeah. What? And Mink at 87? Oh, oh, it's absolutely terrible. Madden needs to fix this. I know for, I know personally, um, you know, out of my friends, always all that. I know the EA is losing a lot of fans right now. They lost me. They lost me for, for the time being until they adjust this. I'm not buying the product. No. And I don't know. I don't know about everyone listening, but there's no way that I'm, I'm buying it. I know a lot of people that I know aren't going to buy it. it. It's absolutely ridiculous that you have those two guys. Yeah, I might be biased, you know, some from Pittsburgh, but to have those two guys outside of, of the top 10 at their respective positions, that's insane. Yeah. And the top 10, like, it's not that prestigious of a – the thing there's 32 teams. That's one third of the league at the respective position. So one third of the league has their player in the top ten. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that TJ Watt isn't in the top third of pass rushers? That Minka Fitzpatrick isn't in the top third of safeties? It's it's absolutely they just they got it all wrong. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, I mean even even the corners. Did you see that? There's no Marshawn Lattimore. There's no Joe Hayden, and they have Stephon. No Marshawn Lattimore. No, not in the top ten. Here's here's oh, another. Oh, that's brutal. Here's that an... is brutal. That guy locked down Mike Evans twice a year. Yep. Locked him down. Yep. Yep. And then there's also there's no uh, actually Stephon Gilmore is a 99 overall. I don't think he should have that. That he is going to be a cheat code, and he's in reality not a cheat code. Yeah. And he's going to be a 99 overall. He's got a 99 man coverage, a 97 zone coverage, and a 99 press rating. Yeah. Is anyone going to ever pick the pitcher to play against him? No, because it's going to suck. Yeah. And then we just, have... there, there are so. Oh. You cut out there a little bit, man. What did you say? I just said there's so many questionable decisions. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, they're, they just, they just, uh, they just got it all wrong. Uh, I'm very disappointed right now. It used to be one of my favorite games. I don't know what, you know, what now, but they, they definitely need to fix some things. Like I said, my two biggest issues were um, T.J. Watt and Lincoln Fitzpatrick. He's an absolute outrage. He thought it was an actual joke at first, which I think most people did. Mm-hmm. So I. Uh, I mean, we'll see if they if they adjust it. I know that they do that a lot mid season, but it won't be at least until games start. And who knows if games are even going to start? We have no idea. Right, right. And I hit on that a little bit earlier in the episode. Um, it, I was ripping the NFL a little bit, man. And it's uh, they had this league. They had the most amount of time out of any other sport to figure something out and what they were going to do with with this whole COVID situation. I mean, you look at baseball. Affected the affected the hardest. I mean, this thing hit, and we went into lockdown right before the season was supposed to start during spring training. Mm-hmm. You're looking at hockey now. They had to cut their season short right before you know the playoffs were about to start. 
And both of those leagues are already getting back into it. And then you had the NFL who had all this time to sit, to plan, to, to see what was going on in the world with this, with this coronavirus and try to come up with a plan on how they were going to get their season started. And they, I think they've done a terrible, a very poor job. The NFL has done in getting prepared for this season. Well, I, I don't blame them necessarily for setting an exact plan, but the fact that they haven't even, you know, rolled anything out there to even, you know, get the, you know, judgment from the public, judgment from the players, they haven't even, they haven't even put anything out yet as a plan A, if you want a plan B. You should be talking about this now before it's too late. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Absolutely. Agree. I don't know. There, there's definitely some things. The not just the NFL, but obviously Madden. Madden really making me angry right now. But I think the NFL also needs to to uh, get rolling with this COVID thing and start rolling out plans and start really, really deeply considering and deeply, you know, trial and error. The NBA wasn't perfect. They said, "Oh, we'll do this, we'll do that," you know, until they eventually settled on plans. Same with the MLB. Mm-hmm. And the MLB's by far the most dysfunctional of the, the major sports. Have you seen the, the fight, the labor strike? Oh, Not only in you know this decade, but in the early 2000s, in the 90s, in the 80s, in the 70s, they've been by far the most, um, you know, like, I don't know if I want to say controversial, but the most dysfunctional um, major sports. So the fact that the MLB's got to figure it out before the NFL does definitely shocks me. Uh, we'll see what happens with it. I think they need to get the ball rolling, just like you said. Yeah. I mean, they've had time on their side, and I don't think they've used it effectively. Um, yeah, but you you have anything else for us, man? I got nothing else. It was a good phone call. Uh, you know, pleasure being able to call in. I'm happy, happy I was able to get some time with you guys today, so I'm very happy about that. So thank you very much. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. And, we, hey, don't forget, on Monday – Guys, Tim will be back in studio, and we have our divisional predictions ready for you guys. We'll have a loaded, loaded episode because this week has been not a great week for us. It's busy, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. But we will get back at you guys next week with some very good stuff, so very excited about that. We will have Tim in studio, and we have the AFC West coming for you on Monday, guys. Not going to want to miss it. Tim, thanks for joining us, man. Thank you very much. I will uh, catch you guys Monday. All right. See you, bro. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. That was Friday's episode. That was July 17th. We'll be back with you on Monday. Thanks for listening. That was The Issue.